Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football, review all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, English clubs decide to press ahead with the winter fixtures despite the large number of postponements at the weekend. Plenty of talking points in the games that we did see as Manchester City keep the pressure on at Newcastle. And Spurs and Liverpool get us in the festive spirit with a four-goal thriller in North London. Well, with lots and lots to get through this week, let's talk football. Right. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Hello, hello, hello. Right, so, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting weekend. It has been a very interesting weekend. Lots of postponements. Lots of postponements. In fact, we only had, what, four games? Four games in the end. Four belters, it has to be said. Three belters. Oh, three belters and Chelsea and Wolves, yeah. Yeah, three <laughs> belters. You can't call that game anything other than, thanks for turning it up. It was intriguing. Chelsea were happy. But Chelsea were just happy to survive that one. Yeah. Because obviously they did. They asked for the game to be postponed. Yeah. And then it didn't. Nope. So then I think he only named, was it five or six subs? He named two goalkeepers on the bench Yeah, as two well. goalkeepers yeah. on the bench. And, and, and they didn't have a full bench with two goalkeepers. So they were obviously struggling, Chelsea. And for whatever reason, Premier League said, nah, mate. <laughs> and I think that's that's the thing with all of these postponements and what means they can happen and what they can't happen because no one really understands what the threshold is no because we know injuries can't count that's fine yeah but then where's what where's the number that the premier league are going yeah okay that makes sense yeah yeah i agree it's it's difficult obviously because you if you have x amount of covid cases Yep. Coupled with X amount of injuries, mm-hmm. you're then left with, well, what do we do? Yeah, This is why you have an under-23 squad. This is why Chelsea shouldn't loan out half a million players every summer. Well, th- th- to be fair, I think Tuchel this week has called up ahead of the Christmas fixtures. Yeah. He has called up the under- some of the players in the 23 squad. But given that... You know, given that they were probably expecting that game to get postponed, let's be honest, they were probably planning for that. Yeah. It's, that, that would be my thought. Actually, you know, and if those under-23s have had a game that weekend or on the Friday before or something, whenever the under-23s play their games, yeah, then the ones that you probably want, you would be able to play, can't play. True, true. So, you know, I felt for Tuchel a little bit because I think, you know... It made it made sense because what he said as well is that actually no we've had to kind of separate all the players yeah we've had to you know we're getting new tests we're getting new positives every day yeah so there's there's you know there was a risk that players might not have tested positive yet who were carrying very true yeah yeah and so in that respect I I I have my my sympathy or empathy with with Chelsea's position. On the other hand, if you look at their team and their bench, Mm. pretty much every single player in that team and on that bench would walk into someone else's team. Of course. But again, what we don't know is if any of those players have then since tested positive. Yeah. Kante was coming back 
from an injury early, prematurely. Yeah. And Tuchel's already said that it was a big risk to play him. Yeah. Because he shouldn't, he, he thinks he probably shouldn't have, mm -hmm. but he did. So, you know, I think what we need from the Premier League is just a bit of clarity as to what, you know what I mean, what, what the criteria is. And they might not tell us publicly what that is, but I think the clubs need to know. Because the clubs don't seem to know. I think they're aiming to be a little bit more transparent now. With the, yeah. Particularly with the vaccine numbers and what we're going to do going forward. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. obviously, as you, we've said in the intro, they are planning to carry on through the Christmas period and out the other side. So yeah, so we, we're going to get we're going to get the uh, we're going to get the Christmas games well on a game by game basis as pretty much as it has been. Yeah. But I just think when they had that meeting, that there was probably some clarification given to the clubs. I would imagine as to what threshold is yeah well i think there was a rumor that they were going to get rid of the games that were on the 28th and 29th yeah and just ha and play just two games over christmas but they decided not to do it so yeah and i, th I think in many respects there's a the reason for that would be that it, if you postpone those games a you've got to fit them in yes but then what happens then if you have to postpone games later in the season as well because you know covid's not going anywhere no so Obviously, you know, you we're, might have, you might we're find... already three games behind. Exactly. So yeah. you might find, you know, then it just it just adds up and it adds up and it adds up. Yeah. So there had to be a no. We're just. I I think they've done made the right decision. I don't think many of the managers are happy about it, but this is why you have a squad. I don't know. Really, it's 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 a tricky one for from a manager's perspective, but you could guarantee that if they had have had the break. They would have all been moaning yeah. about the fixture pileup later in the season. Exactly. You know, that's what they do. Managers, so, managers complain. Yeah, so I don't really get their argument from that point. It's just like, well, no, because you, I know for a fact that Conte is going to have a moan later in the season because Tottenham have had to play four games in a week. Yeah, probably. You know, he's gonna he's gonna have a moan. Yeah. So you can't just say have a because that. Would be you'd you'd have eight games in, in maybe fifteen, maybe I don't know, eleven, twelve days or whatever. Yeah, would turn into a lot worse, or a longer period where you're playing games every other every other day. It's a you good thing. I mean? so, it's a good thing UEFA have decided to kick us out of Europe, then, isn't it? Well, you might appeal. No, no. That's point. what Conte said. There today. is literally no point. I know there isn't, because it's UEFA. So, you know, take it on the chin. Could be the best thing that happened to us. Maybe. But that being said, we had four games. Saturday evening. Arsenal taking Leeds apart. Yeah. Yeah, they were very good, Arsenal. Very, very good. I know Leeds helped them. Yes. Very, very much. They really did. But Arsenal was so clinical when they took their opportunities. Yeah. yeah. And you can't... You can't um, begrudge them that, even as a Tottenham fan, it seems. No, no, they are playing very, very well. And, you know, we've had this conversation already about the top three and that fourth place being the, it's up for grabs. Yeah. They are making a very big case to be the club that dates it. They are right now, absolutely. They're, uh, they're in top form, but Leeds were bad. Leeds were very bad. Leeds were gifting Leeds were them everything. I mean, some of the passes, you're just like, come on. I know yeah, you're trying it's... to play football, and I get it. 
They have a particular style it, that they play. It's sloppy though, you it know was, what I mean? It was it's just, just like, yeah. There's nothing, you know. I mean, there's nothing in there that that they were doing that was kind of like too difficult. You know what I mean? The difficulty in some of the stuff that they were passing. You know, they weren't trying the to cut through lines. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was just just not good. No, it wasn't. And they've got a real problem, Leeds, I think. I agree. I, I can't think, see yeah. I can't see how other than changing the way they play, which obviously Marcelo Biela Bielsa plays a particular style of football. Yeah. I don't see how they get out of that. You're gonna to have to it's, start playing football ugly, and it doesn't seem that they can. I don't think that. Well, I don't think Leeds will ever go down that route. But for me, it's not even like it's not even the way that they're playing that's necessarily the problem. It's the level of the play that they're playing. Do you know what I mean? It's the level that they're at. Yeah. We all know that the levels they can be at because they played that football really well last year. But they're not playing and anywhere near. They're not playing it, and no. it's not as if teams are going, "Oh, we've worked Leeds out. We know how to play against them." They it's just... more that they're just shooting themselves in the foot yeah. constantly this season. Yeah, agreed. And it's really, really poor from them. Obviously, Rafinha had the chance at 1-0, but if that goes in, it's a different game. Absolutely, it is. And that's it been is. their biggest thing. They've not been taking their chances when they've been coming. No, the thing is, they have been missing Bamford for a while. Yeah. Calvin Phillips is injured again. Yeah. So, so... there's some big... Big yeah. misses in there, and obviously not having. I think not having Bamford is is their biggest issue. Yeah, because no one's put the ball he's in. He's the there. goal scorer. Yeah, yeah, he's the goal scorer. He's the one that's going to get them the goals when they need them. Rafinha can only yeah. do so much on his own. It seems. Mm -hmm. Not it really definitely, being definitely up. looks like he is. He is the main focal, yeah. isn't he? At the minute, but everything goes no through him. Backing him up. That's the problem. Yeah. He, if he has a bad, if he's not on it, or quite not quite on it. And uh, and even if he is on it, if the rest of them are playing that badly, it don't matter, does it? Well, no. And if obviously if teams in particular see that Rafinha is the danger and he's probably the only one, they mark him out of the game. That's it. Absolutely, that is the tactic. It would seem. Yeah. Um. You know they've what they've they're five points from relegation, but obviously Burnley have got three games in hand on them. Yeah. Watford have got a couple. Uh. So you know they're not, they're in that they're in that discussion. Yeah, they're in that discussion with Southampton and the other five below them. Yeah. So they've got a problem, Leeds, and let's see if anything happens. I mean, obviously we get the excitement of the January transfer window. We do, we do. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if any of the clubs, these clubs down the bottom end of the table, try and freshen things up. I think we all know Newcastle will. Yeah. Who after their dismantling by man city again but, you know it was another team that kept shooting themselves in the foot yeah obviously the first goal in particular i've no idea what the defender was doing for the first goal no if it's there to be headed away head the thing away i don't care if mm. your goalkeeper's behind you that's it that's it but i guess in the way and actually you know i guess this might apply to Leeds as well slightly as if the press is good panic can set in oh yeah absolutely yeah, um, you know, and Arsenal were pushing leads, but at the same time, the way Man City, Man City, and Man City, and they always they're just on, on the front foot constantly. Yeah, and when you think the players they were missing, Man City, hmm. obviously they had they left Greedish out, Foden out for disciplinary reasons. 
Yeah. Someone's in trouble. Someone's in trouble. Yeah. Did you see Cancelo's goal? Another beauty from Cancelo. Oh, yeah. He's just got this knack, hasn't he? He's just... He's going to have his own goal of the season competition, yeah, I think. Yeah, he is. He really is. The goal that was. Yeah, Newcastle just... Well, Newcastle did what most teams will do against Manchester City and just got beat. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They just got all over the place. So, you know, Newcastle aren't going to learn anything too drastically about themselves in that game. No. no that was very much if you got a point from it. Well done. Absolute bonus. Yeah. yeah we lost 4-0. Well, at least it wasn't 5 well, at least it wasn't seven to what seven, Leeds lost. Yeah, like last week. Yeah. yeah, And goal difference could be very important come the end it of the season. Be. I know they're already on minus 23, but Leeds are only on minus 18. Yeah, no, so. of course. It could, all, it could all rest on the numbers of goals you haven't scored. Yeah. Unconceded. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out in terms of that's concerned. But no, City just City is City, aren't they? They just well, they've now they've now got out in front, and as I said to a friend on Saturday, on Sunday, now they're out in front. You ain't gonna catch them. It'll be hard to catch them. I mean, it's still only three points, though. You know, I mean, Liverpool and City will have to play each other. Yeah, but they so seem to be it's... once they get the bit between their teeth, Man City. They yeah, are hard I get, to, yeah. they are hard to slow down. I get you, but this Liverpool, you know, don't count this Liverpool team out. No, no. I think Chelsea have fallen off the last few weeks, obviously, if they're having their issues. Yeah. Not helping, but I think we're going to end up with another City-Liverpool title race, which I will absolutely hate. Yes, because he, he's like, well, what's the lesser of two evils for you? <laughs> I'd rather neither of them win this year. This is I was banking on Chelsea this year. Yeah, to be fair, we all we both said Chelsea at the start, didn't we? I was they, banking they, on them. They may well come good again. Yeah, but six points is the gap now. It's yeah. a little wider, but of course, it's still still only halfway through. Yeah, we're not even yet. Obviously, we're game nineteen is Boxing Day for most. Yeah, well, no, not for most. <laughs> for, for some, for a quarter of the league, anyway. For, for some. But it is, it is for the top three anyway, or yeah. the top four indeed, if you include Arsenal in that. Including Arsenal, who, yeah, they won't be in the title picture, but they are obviously leading the pack at the chasing pack. Yeah. yeah, but West Ham still got a game. Well, West Ham are four points behind them with a game in hand. United have got two games in hand. Would go above them if, if big if, they yeah. win those two games. Same for Spurs. If they win their three games that they've got on Arsenal, yeah. they'll go above them. But I would rather have points on the board than games in Everyone hand. says that. Everyone yeah. always says that. Them's, them's the rules. Them's we all know the rules. The rules. It's, proper, it's a proper manager's saying, yeah. that one. <laughs> but you've, you have got them. Do you know what I mean? You yes. have got them. We have got, yeah. You're still in control of your own destiny because you've got those games. Yeah. But I would rather be where Arsenal are than where we are. <laughs> well, yeah, you'd rather be where Arsenal are with your game in hand. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, that would, that would be the ideal scenario. But no, another solid win for City. And then obviously we've just spoken about Liverpool, but that game, well, that game to round off the weekend. What Gary Neville called the best game of 2021. Yeah, and can't disagree with him. And it I was can't, a fantastic no. game of football. It really, well, for the neutral, it probably was. For me, I was losing my mind. I nearly, <laughs> said, I nearly said a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was the atmosphere was amazingly good. I've mm. not heard it that loud for a very long time. That's good. 
and get everyone getting in the Christmas spirit. Everyone was getting. Well, we haven't had a game for two weeks, mate. Oh yeah. Everyone was chomping at the bit. <laughs> it was hard to tell who was the team that hadn't played for two weeks and who was the team that had been playing all the time. Yeah. Obviously, Harry gets his goal. Bonus. Took an eternity to go in the back of the net, though. Yeah, it took an dribbled, absolute eternity. I bet it felt even longer for him as well. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh no, it's, something's going to happen. Oh, Jota's got. I don't know how Jota got that goal. To be honest, I don't really know what happened. I've watched it about four times, and I still can't work out where everybody's gone. <laughs> yeah, no, there was just a, there was just a massive space just appeared in the middle of the, yeah. in the Tottenham box. Yeah, you know, you had the chance obviously with Ali to go two 0 Oh up. goodness me, we had so many chances in the first half, so many. When they equalised, yeah. I was not happy. <laughs> so I imagine not. Which end were you at? So you... I was Harry Kane's goal. So they switched okay. us round. At, they switched us round at the start. Got yeah. So I saw Harry Kane's goal and Mo Salah's handball because that is handball. That is handball. That is handball. I don't care. How you look at it, that is handball. And if you watch closely, viewer, listener, you will see me put my hand in the air, if you know where I sit, <laughs> to complain that that was handball once the ball goes in the net. Oh dear. And I was not happy, because it looked like handball at first viewing. But obviously VAR had a look at it. Fair yep. enough. Yep. Go and, on. and then obviously... If it, if it hit his hand, it would have been stopped. Yeah, it hit his arm, though. It did. Um, yeah. It's alright, it hit him his arm, it's how it hit his arm. Yeah, it, it hit his arm. Whether they <laughs> deem... Well, hey, Gary Neville saying? Called... He's saying it hit his arm there. Yeah. So you're kind of admitting that it wasn't his fault. Well, Gary Neville called it something like the second phase of play on the commentary. When I heard so that... It already, it already moved on. Well, when I heard that, I was like, hold on. What's this second phase of play business? Hang on, whoa. Well, I think what he's trying to say is that a lot of stuff happened between the well, ball a lot of his stuff arm and the between, ball going in. I mean, in, Hugo Lloris made a great save in between it all kicking off in the penalty area. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably what he meant. What he meant by that is yeah. that a lot has happened bef between that and then the goal happening for the ref just to go. Well, we can't pull the game back twenty minutes ago for a foul that I missed. Yeah. Because that's well, just not to how be fair. Really Paul, work. Paul Tierney did miss a lot. Hmm. He, obviously, the Harry Kane tackle in the first half. What's your opinion of the Harry Kane tackle in the first half? I think he's a bit lucky. Yeah. I thought it was, thought it was reckless. He was a little bit. Yeah. He's over the ball. His feet are up. He's not. He doesn't seem to be in too much control of where his body's going when yeah. he lunges in. Yeah. No. So I think I... he can count himself a little lucky on that one. But the um, who said and if Andy Roberts doesn't? Oh, it was Mark Clattenburg. Hmm. Said if Andy Robertson doesn't out, br jump out of the way, that breaks his leg. And I was like. Well, that's the reason why he jumped out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a red card. He's a red card. It probably, yeah. I mean, it, it was looked at. Is it worse than the one that happens later in the game? I, Robertson's one, I, I was like, ooh, at first hmm. viewing. And as soon as the referee went over to the monitor, I knew it was going off. So, yeah. Yeah. Is he unlucky? A little bit. I think. Having seen it again, yeah. First time I was, yeah. Obviously, I only get one view of it, so. Insane. That is true. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, you take the lead, and then 
with against 10 men and then and then all that happens and it's just oh no is spurs obviously we equalized i don't know what allison was doing for the equalizer don't know why he came out there's so many defenders around him made it easy for him but yeah we didn't really kick on after that after they had the sending off they made a couple of changes and sat back a little bit more and we just didn't kick on and try and score the winner sadly yeah that's unfortunate. Yeah, good game of football, though. Really enjoyed it. But, yeah, well, that kind of wraps it up. That's all we've got to talk about football uh, game-wise this week. Yeah. I've said my piece. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get some games this weekend. Uh, well, after Christmas. Hopefully. There's a full fixture list at the moment for Boxing Day. Subject to change. Subject to change, yeah. So, um, do you want to go around the world in 80 seconds? Let's go around the world in 80 seconds. It's probably going to be the last time we're going to do this for a couple of weeks because all the other places are having Christmas off. Ah. The French, League, the have already, of the French League have already done it. Nice. <laughs> so, shall I begin? Let's go. So, in the A-League, it ends up 2-2 between the two Melbourne clubs as MacArthur stay out in front. In Australia, Napoli beats Milan. Inter win, as do Juventus. Tammy Abraham scores twice in a huge win for Roma as Jose beats Atalanta. Bayern win. Dortmund lose to Hertha Berlin. Leipzig lose as well, so Bayern are doing very well out in front in Germany. Real are held. Atletico lose to Sevilla. Barcelona leave it late to beat Elche. As Valencia beat Levante 4-3. And two players are sent off in stoppage time. One of them, Roberto Soldado. Remember him? And at the top of the championship, Fulham and Bournemouth fail to win as Blackburn close the gap on them. Come on, Blackburn. But for Fulham and Bournemouth collectively, they haven't won in 11 games between them. And they're top of the championship. Yeah. Both sides have not won in five and six games, respectively. That's ridiculous how far clear they must have been. <laughs> it just goes to show, yeah, because obviously West Brom have closed up on them a little bit. Obviously Blackburn yeah. have jumped up into third, mm -hmm. and they're now just a point behind Bournemouth, I think. Fulham are still out in front, but yeah. That's actually insane how they've managed to go at the top end of a table. Yeah. And not win a game in five and six and still find yourself at the top of that table. You've had a good start to the season. Yeah, they've picked up a couple of draws in that, but yeah. And it's, um, I, I looked earlier and Bournemouth's last win was like the end of October. Yeah, no, that's, uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous. And you're still sitting in an automatic promotion place. Yeah. You say you're laughing, aren't you? At that point. Well, let's see if they can start to turn that round. Those guys. Fulham lost to Sheffield United last Monday night. Yeah. Good goal by the by the kid that scored. And, yeah, they just didn't look like they were in the game, Fulham. Very bizarre. Right, so I believe it's Christmas. Well, I know it's Christmas, but you've also come up with a little something to get us in the festive spirit here at the Let's Talk Football podcast. I have come up with a festive-themed game. Right. So, obviously, we know in the Premier League, and this is mm -hmm. all just on the Premier League, I've not gone back further than that, because A, it's too far back for you to think, and B, let's just focus on 
positive and sort of here and now. So what I've done is I have picked out all of the teams that are top at Christmas. Okay. So I will give you the year. Yeah. You've got to tell me who was top at Christmas. God. You get one point for that. Mm-hmm. For the eventual winner, if you want to go for that, Ooh, you get I'll be two... right with the eventual winners, you know. Yeah, you'll get two points for that. And as you and I, we like a bit of music. What I thought I would add in, as I mm. thought, I will ask you for the artist and title of who the Christmas number one was for that particular year. Oh, Just for a bit of fun. Struggle. That's going to be the struggle. <laughs> Some of them are quite easy, the Christmas ones. I think you might do better with with the songs than you might with the football teams. Yeah, but if I don't know the year that they were number one, that's going to be the problem. Yeah. I know a lot of Christmas number ones. I just don't necessarily know when they happened. I just have a stab in the dark. It'll be fun. All right, then. Let's go. Okay. So we are going to start with the very first Premier League season. The 1992-93. Okay. Yep. Who was top at Christmas? I have a feeling it might have been the Villa. Ooh, obviously, there were. It was a well. It was a. There was Villa and Leeds. I think were up and around there. Yeah. Because they'd won it the year before, or Arsenal won it the year no, before. No, yeah, Leeds, Leeds won it the year before. Yeah. Yeah. But they might have been up around there. I think. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay. I think it was the Villa. It wasn't Aston Villa. It was Norwich City. It was Norwich. I know who won it that year. Man United. Man United won the title in the first year. Yeah, thanks to Steve Bruce. Get them two in there. So what was that? The 92-93 season? Yeah, so you're looking for the Christmas number one for 1992. Hmm. I'm just going to keep saying this. Because I know somewhere around here I'm going to be right. Okay. So if I say Mr. Blobby now. It isn't Mr. Blobby. It's, it, he's coming, so he's he's coming. I know he's coming very very soon. Okay, yeah. so that was ninety two, ninety three, ninety three, ninety four. Next, yeah. who was the club that were top at Christmas? Uh, right now, did we? I'm trying to remember the seasons that early. Did we go back to back, or did we give it? Was that Blackburn's year? Ninety three, ninety four. No, we went back to back. We won it two years in a row. And then Blackburn won it. Because we didn't win the three in the row until then. And then Arsenal won it in 97, 98. So let me work backwards. <laughs> 7, 98, 96, 97, 95, 96. Yeah, we must have won it. 94, 95. Yeah, we must have won it back to back. Yeah. So Blackburn would have been in and around the conversation, but yeah. we might have stormed it that year. The second year. Mm-hmm. Did we win it that year? Did we win it back to back to start with? I'm trying to work it out because I know we didn't get the three in a row until the early 2000s. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> I'm sure we didn't, but I'm, I can't remember whether we retained it that year. I think No, I think we did because it was the year after. It was after we won the cup in 96. No, when did he let everyone go? Was it 96? I think it might have been. And then all, all the class of 92 started to get in the team. Do you want so to... I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say, hang on, I'm going to say, top at Christmas was, I don't know, 
I'm going to say Blackburn. Okay. No. You were top of Christmas. We were top of Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Did... Oh. This was 93, 94. Yeah. Oh, did we? Hi, oh, is this the more? <laughs> yeah, we won it. You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we you won did it. win it in 93, 94. Who was Christmas number one? Uh, Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I knew he was there. I knew he was there. I knew he was around this time. <laughs> okay, so that's your safe answer gone with Mr. Blobby. Yeah. Mr. So 94-95 season. Yeah. Who was top of Christmas? I think we were top of Christmas. Is that your final answer? Manchester United. I'm sure Man United were top of Christmas that year. You were not top of Christmas that year. Was it, was it still Blackburn? Blackburn it were Nuke? top at Christmas okay. in 94-95. They, well. they did win the title that year as well. As well. Who was the Christmas number one? 94. Hang on. 94. Yeah. 94, Christmas number one. I'm going to say was... Uh, East 17. With? Stay another day. It was East 17, stay another day. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Yeah, one. <laughs> I'm just marking these down now. Okay. So 95-96 season next. I think this is when Newcastle were top at Christmas and we absolutely brought them back in. It might have been this season, it might have been the season after. But I think 95-96 was that year. So I'm going to say Newcastle were top at Christmas. Newcastle were top at Christmas in 95-96. And then they gave it all away because we would love it. I would love it if we beat them. <laughs> they will love it and love it if you beat them, yeah. But unfortunately, they didn't. So we won the title that year. Man United won the title Man that United year. United did win the title that year. What was the Christmas number one? 96. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'll be too early for the Spice Girls. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I couldn't even hazard a guess, to you're be having, honest. You're having a pass, are you? I mean, I might, I'll say Spice Girls 2 become one, but I'm pretty sure that wasn't that year. That wasn't that year. Earth Song by Michael Jackson. Okay, that makes sense. Christmas number one for 1995. Moving on to 1996-97. Yeah. Who was top of Christmas? Man United. No. No, was it Newcastle? No, it was, was Liverpool it who were top Liverpool? of Christmas. Oh. Well, that, that didn't last long, did it, Liverpool? <laughs> so, I know we won it that year because that was Cantona's last season. That was uh, Manchester United won the title that year, yeah. What was the Christmas number one? 96. Again, I still think I'm too early for the Spice Girls. I think that was probably like 97 or 98 to become one. 96. Oh, I don't know. No. Um, oh, would it have been... I don't think Take That ever had a Christmas number one. So take, it won't take, be that. That. take That and Not On My List. Yeah, no, they didn't have a Christmas number one. One of the members of Take That is on my list, but not Take That themselves. That'll be Robbie then. Yeah. But we'll get to it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Unless it was like Wonderwall or something outrageous like that. It was two become one. Oh, it was two become one. (laughs) I thought it was too early for the Spice Girls. No, it's not. 96. No. I thought they were... You talked yourself out of that one. Did. Never mind. (laughs) Right, on to 97, 98. Yeah. Who was top of Christmas? I know Arsenal won the league that year. 
I'm just going to mark that as correct. Yeah. Who was I remember talking? the guy. I remember the guy in the crowd. Remember the, the guy I do with the, remember the, the curly guy. guy with the curly hair. Yeah, the curly yeah, hair. He went. He mental. was loving life. <laughs> what a moment for him that was. Um, who was top at Christmas? Oh, I'll say us, Man United. You were top of Christmas. Yeah, but you didn't convert it. No. Finger. What, what was the Christmas number one? Christmas number one in nineteen. 97. 97 was probably um oh i don't know i honestly don't know i don't know it was the spice girls again. again too much was it again too much of something is not yeah. enough it's not enough it makes no sense as a sentence Did anyone ever tell their writers that <laughs> they probably didn't no <laughs> moving on to 1998-99 yeah, treble winning season. Treble winning season. So we know that. We were pretty bad, actually, I think, up until... We were pretty rough around Christmas time. It wasn't really until the new year, I think, that we started to take control of that league. So I'm going to say Arsenal were probably top. It began with an A, but it wasn't Arsenal. Aston Villa were top. Aston Villa were top of the league 90, at Christmas. In 1998. Should mention... The other team that won the trophy in 1999, we cleaned up, winning the then, Worthington Cup in 1999. Yeah, I think I think that's more remembered for everything else that Man United won. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you needed our help on the final day. Don't forget that. No, we just beat you. <laughs> we didn't need you to beat anyone. We just beat you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Going a goal down didn't help you. Anyway, no. <laughs> what was the Christmas number one for that oh, year? Ninety nine. I don't know. We're, we're too early for too early for Pop Idol. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe something like the JCB song. Oh, that's a good I'm a, shout. Am I too early? Am I too you're early? A little bit too early, too early for Nizloppy. Yeah. It's another Spice Girls song. Again. Goodbye. Goodbye, my friends. Yeah. They just released songs at Christmas, didn't they, towards the end? They, they just did, didn't care. yeah. It's not so much Christmas number ones. I mean, there is one song on this list with the word Christmas in the title. <laughs> the rest of yeah. them, no. <laughs> so let's move on to 1999-2000. Mm -hmm. Who was top of Christmas? I think we stormed the league this year. I think it's Man United. It's not. Is it, was it not? No. Leeds were top at Christmas. Uh, but we still finished top. You still won the league, yeah. But the important Didn't... question that's on yeah. everybody's lips at the moment, what was the Christmas number one for 1999? Hmm. Am I in the right era for the JCB song, or am I gone way too early? You've gone I think a I've little gone bit early. too early. I think I've gone a lot yeah. early. And You've I... gone a lot uh -oh. early for the JCB song, yeah. Uh... Oh, I don't know. Maybe something like Mad Mad World. When did that come out? Ooh, that was Christmas number one. I'm going to go Christmas, Mad World. It was a Christmas number one. It's not that year. No. Westlife with I Have a Dream. Ah. It was Christmas number one for 1999. But I'm Westlife. But I'm Westlife, indeed. Moving on to the new millennium. So 2000-2001 mm -hmm. season. Who was top of the Premier League at Christmas? Well, I know who won the league again, so I'm going to go 
Man United probably top. No, we, we absolutely trounced it the one year. So I'm going to say we were top at Christmas that we year. We were top at Christmas. You broke your own kind of pattern. Because obviously you'd won it for two seasons, lost it. Won it for two seasons, lost yeah. it. No, this and is... Then, this, this was, won oh, it no. for three seasons in a row. This is, this is the first time that we won it three years in a row. Yeah. It's very rarely done. Who was the Christmas number one for 2000? I'm going to go back to Mad World. It wasn't Mad World. Damn. It was very famous, this one, because he beat a certain rapper to Christmas number one. I don't, I don't know. I'll give you another go at it. Go on. I don't know. You don't, I don't know. know what you're on about. Bob the Builder was the Christmas ah, number Bob one. He beat Builder. Eminem to number one. Poor old Marshall Mavers. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm having so much fun. Right. 2001 to 2002. Well, again, I know Arsenal won the league that year. Arsenal win the league that year. Okay. I'll mark that one down. Who was top at Christmas? Uh, they were Arsenal. They weren't. No, it was... Was it? Newcastle. Man United. Oh, Newcastle. Newcastle were top. Ah, Newcastle. 2001. Good old Bobby. Bobby Robson. Yeah, it would have been Bobby Robson, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you a clue... For your Christmas number one. Yeah. You've already mentioned it. Mad World. No. <laughs> no. Oh, JCB song. No. <laughs> what do you oh, mean? Already to be fair, it? I think I mentioned it. <laughs> I'm so confused. There was a 32 that I mentioned. <laughs> I think I mentioned it. Something stupid. Robbie and Nicole. Oh. I mentioned it. Oh, to be fair, I would have gone Angels with Robbie. Oh, no, you were miles away. <laughs> right, two thousand and two, two thousand and three season. Uh, okay. Well, this was a tighter league. We won it. He Beckham. did. We his last goal against Everton. Goodison Park. I remember the end of that season. Uh, tricky one. Is it going to be someone random at the top of Christmas? Oh, I don't know. Let's just go. I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, Leeds got the semi-final of the Champions League that year, I think, didn't they? So I'm going to say Leeds. Uh, it was Arsenal. Who were top it was of Arsenal. Arsenal well, were there top we go. of the Premier League at that point. What was the Christmas number one? Is it something I've already said? No. Okay, then I'm going to say Will... Will... What's his name? <laughs> Will Young. I skipped going to say Will Smith. No, it definitely wasn't Will Smith. Will Young and Evergreen. It wasn't. This Aww. was this was Pop Idol. That's why I thought it was Will. Oh, was it? No, it was Pop Will Stars. Will Young and Evergreen. Was it Pop oh, Stars? Pop, Pop Stars. Oh, that well, that'll be hearsay then. And um, oh, I don't uh, know. Pure I, and simple. I don't know. I think I'm getting confused with my Simon Cowell reality television program, Sound of the Underground. Girls allowed. Girls allowed. Oh no, that was Pop Stars. The rivals. Oh. That was Just the one after Stick pop to stars. one format, Carol, will you? Come yeah, on. That was. It, I don't even think that was Carol, was it? That was um, Nigel Lisco, that oh, one, I think. I've genuinely no idea. I don't think that was. I don't think Pop Stars was a Simon Cowell production. I think it was a Nigel Lisco production. All right. Was he on the panel? No. No, he wasn't. All right. We can't blame Simon Cowell for that one, then. Yep. Right. 2003, 2004. Is this Pop Idol? Uh, no, this isn't Pop Idol. Okay, so I'm gonna now. I'm gonna go back to JCB song or Mad World. It's Mad World. 
Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> he's used up. He's, he's used up the one that he does know. I've still got JCB song somewhere. More importantly, who who was top of Christmas this year? Uh, hang on. What, what year are we in? Two thousand and three, two thousand and four. Um. Oh, this was an, This was the Invincible season. It was. So Arsenal must have been up there. Yep, Arsenal won the league, yeah. obviously. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say Arsenal were top of, top of Christmas. They weren't. They, didn't, they, they weren't. They didn't they lose weren't. a game all season. They still weren't top of the no. league at Christmas. Manchester United were was top of United? Christmas. Was it United? Yeah. We should have beat them as well, you know. I we mean, should have beat them. I mean, uh, you should have beat in that September. We should have beat them. Van Nistelrooy missed a penalty. Hit the bar. I saw it the other day. <laughs> and then Keown. Yeah, good old Martin Keown. What a... Friend of the show, Martin Keown. We might as well, we might as well carry that on. Good old Martin Keown. Right. What's next? 2004-2005 next. 4-5. Oh, this was the start of the Mourinho years. It was. Chelsea won the league that year. They did. Uh, I'm going to say they were top at Christmas as well. They were pretty formidable. They were top at Christmas. <laughs> what was the Christmas number one? 2004. Now, I'm going to give you a clue. Yeah. Think about it logically, the year 2004. What would it have been? What anniversary would it have been? What? <laughs> there was a certain event that happened 20 years before. 84? Yeah. What happened in 1984, other than my birth? What happened in 1984? A lot, a lot I imagine. Yeah, but one, days. one thing in particular happened to do with am Christmas. I, am I dumb? Oh, is it Band-Aid? It's Band-Aid! Yay! There you go. You can have the points for that one. I'm feeling generous. Christmas after all. Yeah, Band-Aid 20. Yeah. So on to 2005, 2006. Who was top of the league at Christmas? Uh, well, Chelsea won it again that year. Yeah. Um, Chelsea won it again. I'm going to say that they were also still top of the table like, at Christmas as well. They were. They did do very, that very well for that those solid, two that seasons. Yeah. That team was solid. What was the Christmas number one? Is it the JCB song? It's not the JCB song, no. When's that? I know it's there. Liz Noppy, Liz Noppy are not a Christmas number one. Did he not get to number one? I thought he did. He didn't get to number one. I think he got to number two. Right, so now we're definitely in X Factor years, I We reckon. are in to the X Factor years. So yes. this has to be your man, Steve, with Against All Odds. I cannot remember his surname for the life of me. Steve Brookstein was the man's name. That's him. But it, it wasn't. It, what, did he not make it? Was it Rage Against... No, that was too early no, for Rage Against the Machine. Too early for Rage later. Against the Machine. It was an X Factor winner, but it was Shane Ward. Oh, Shane Ward. That's oh, my, that's right, my okay, goal. So it's late. It's right, okay. Now I'm all right now. I mean, I'm in the groove now. You're in the groove now. I love that's my goal, by the way. Steve. Choose. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But I'm sort of there now. Okay. I think Leona Lewis is probably next. Well, you're, near, you're there. We're nearly done. 2006, 2007. That was Man United. For which we, one? we won the league. We okay. won the league. Yeah. And I think. Um, 
I reckon Chelsea might have been top at Christmas. Chelsea were not top at Christmas. So were we top at Christmas? You were top at Christmas. There we go. We were yeah. great that season, though. We were really good that year. Okay, so you know who it potentially is going to be, the uh, the artist. What's the title of the song, though? So Leona Lewis. Hmm. What was her song? It wasn't Bleeding Love, was it? No, it wasn't. Because that was her proper single. Yeah. What was her... What was that X Factor winner song that year? Gonna be a cover. It was a cover, yeah. Was it a Biffy Tyro cover? It was. Wasn't um, it? it? It was. No. They called it different. No, it wasn't Many of Horror. No. No. no that no, was later, wasn't it? No. That was later. That was a, that was a guy. Back up. Back up. No. <laughs> was it... Oh, I don't know, Leona. What did you win? I know, I know it was her, but I can't think of the song. You can't think of the song. It's called A Moment no. Like This. A Moment Like This. Another yes. tune, by the way. Good. Yeah. Okay. 97, 97, 98. 2007, 2008. Yeah. Who was top? I mean, I think we were probably top for both. No, you weren't. Were we not? Oh, we no. Chelsea top then. Chelsea weren't top either. No. No, it should. My oh. old mates from down the road. Arsenal. Arsenal. Bloody hell. In 2007. Christmas 2007. What was the Christmas number one? 2007. Um, I don't know who came after Leona Lewis. This is yeah, now you've got to think, haven't you? Your X Factor history has got to start. Yeah, I know, to... but my X Factor history is just not that good. No. <laughs> to be Wasn't fair, I don't Queen... think many people listening will have heard, will remember this either. To be fair. Oh, so it's not Alexandra Burke then? It's not Alexandra Burke. No. Okay, I know hers is Hallelujah. When we get to her, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Shane Ward, Leona Lewis. Oh. Now uh, that was. Mm, I don't know who it was. Who was it? Leon Jackson. Oh, Leon Jackson. I can't even tell you what his song was called when either. You believe to be is what his song was called. Oh, when you be- yeah no, I did. yeah yeah yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah. The uplifting yeah, yeah. thing at the end. Yeah. That's it. Oh wait, it always has a key change. They all have key changes. They all have key key changes exactly. Right, two more to go. Two thousand and eight, <laughs> two thousand and nine. What well, this could have been Liverpool. Top at Christmas. Liverpool were top at Christmas. Yeah, but Man United finished the league on top. Man United win. Won the league that year. Liverpool finished third, I believe, if I remember rightly, from what I read yesterday. Hmm. Yeah, Chelsea caught them up, I think, in the end. So who was the Christmas number one? Is this Alexandra Burke? This is Alexandra Burke with Hallelujah. This is Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah, he's got one. (laughs) Final one, then. 2009-2010 season. I don't care. 2009. We should have finished on 2009 when Man United won it. I don't care that Chelsea won the league that year. <laughs> so Chelsea won the league in 2009-2010. Who was top at Christmas? Uh, Man United. No, Chelsea were top at Christmas. Chelsea were top. What Banged was the Christmas number one? 2009. Was this Rage Against the Machine? This was Rage Against the Machine. With In the Name Of. Killing In the Name Of. Yeah. That's it. There you go. Oh, dear. So how did you do? 
Oh, Adley, I've got, I imagine. I've got, to, I've got to count all these. Up. I got every single winner of the Premier League right. And you I did. Think... Every single winner of the Premier League, you got spot on. You were rubbish at telling me who was top at Christmas. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> who cares? You, see, just goes to show it doesn't matter who's top at doesn't Christmas. doesn't matter who's top at Christmas. No one so. remembers. Statistically, it's worth looking at it. Statistically, it's not that great. It's not that great who finished who was top at Christmas and who wins the title. No. Yeah. So, yeah, you got one, two, three, four, five, six right for that. Two number ones, I reckon. 18 for that. And then five number ones in total with a little bit of help. <laughs> and that's my game. Well, there we go. There's a quiz. All done, dusted. Right, let's have a quick check-up with Jean-Luca. Yep. So, Jean-Luca, so Sander Hassan, mm -hmm. they won. They've won a game. Did they you won play? a game. They scored an early goal and they managed to hang on against Dusseldorf. But Jean-Luca spent the entirety of the game watching it from the seats on the bench. I'm sure he was helping. I mean, he was probably standing on the touchline pointing at where yeah. to go. Exactly. You know... Looking like Ronaldo in the, Euro career. In, the champion, in the Euro final. Yeah, exactly. A bit like Ronaldo, because they're kind of similar players, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonder kids. Wonder kids. Definitely. Definitely. Well, hopefully Jean-Luc will get on the pitch in the new year. Well, they have a bit of a break now. They don't play yeah. again until the 16th of January. Well, there you go, then. You'll have a break. Enjoy your Christmas, Jean-Luc. So we'll, we'll catch up with Jean-Luc as we get into... Well, when we get back into January. Uh, right, um, Christmas fixtures, should they happen? What are they? Christmas fixtures, should they happen? Here they go. Right, so we have two games at 12.30 on your Boxing Day. Liverpool against Leeds, that's going to be a very good game if it's anything like last year's one. Wolves take on Watford. And then West Ham take on Southampton. Tottenham take on Crystal Palace. Norwich take on Arsenal. Manchester City take on Leicester before Burnley take on Everton. That's the games that are kicking off at 3 o'clock. The game at half past five, Aston Villa versus Chelsea. That's normally fairly tasty. Brighton take on Brentford at 8 o'clock on Boxing Day, before Newcastle take on Manchester United the following day. And that'll wrap us up, then, I guess, for today. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us, please go and follow us on Twitter at Let's Football Pod. You can email us at Let's Talk Football Podcast 442 at gmail.com. We'll be back next week, hopefully, with some more games to talk about. But in the meantime, everybody, stay safe, look after yourselves, and we'll see you all very, very soon. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye.